Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. Without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. It's already Wednesday. Can you believe the week is half over? It's just like, boom, and it's done. I mean, it to me, it just seems like time's speeding up. I don't know if I'm speeding up or the whole time-space con- space time continuum is speeding up. Um, but a lot of people are saying that, too. Like, I've heard that from a lot of people lately. We got Bethany Adani with us. We got Aaron Cole with us. And we're going to try and open up the call lines. We're going to see what happens. Um, There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of shortages going on, which we'll be talking about. There's shortages on everything, you know. And um, I was thinking, too, we could talk about some of these uh, goods that we get from China that Americans love so much. Uh, some of the stuff that we're shipping around the country and how it doesn't even make sense. We can talk about that. Some of the stuff we're shipping around the world virtually, um, every aspect of your freedom is being attacked. Your mental freedom, your financial freedom, your actual freedom as a person your God-given rights, your constitutional freedoms, everything's being encroached on daily. If you give them an inch, they will take a mile. As the old adage goes, welcome everyone who's listening to the show. The show airs weekdays, Monday through Friday, live on YouTube. And it streams from starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 Central, 4 Pacific, live on YouTube. And then it archives to all the podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, all that stuff. Just search The Shepherd Ambellis Show. I didn't plug anything yesterday. The links are in the description. We already have a lot of costs for the show, believe it or not. The stuff's not cheap. Um, 
So just make sure and take care of the show if you're in a position to do that. Like if you're one of these guys that doesn't have any money, that I don't even want you to think about giving money or you know what I'm saying or one of these people like cuz you know you need your money. Um if you have a bunch of extra money or like some extra money and you're already like blowing it on stupid shit, we could use some money to keep the lights on over here. It's actually expensive, believe it or not. So, um, but also there's other ways to support the show where it's like a win-win for everyone. There's products. You can check them out in the, the description. One of them is reverse FX. It's the best immune support uh, that you can get that's out there. It's heavily researched. Over 12,000 hours went into its development. It's It has natural um, ingredients and whatnot. ReverseFX.com. Right now you can save 30%, but if you enter the promo code SHEP10, you can save an additional 10%. That's 40% off. Use promo code SHEP10. There's already a 30% off sale. Use SHEP10, save 40%, reversefx.com. All right. Um, what were we talking about before the show um, when we were on the, the line together, Bethany? We were talking about something. Um, and I was thinking we should bring it up on air. No, I can't remember what it was, though. Hey, everybody, before we came on air, you mean? We were yeah. talking about a bunch of different things. I know. Uh, we talked about something I, I, was, I wanted to bring up. Um, shoot, I'll think of it. Spider goats. Yeah, no, that... we were just talking about spiders. <laughs> oh, snakes. yeah. That was crazy. That uh, So... I told a spider story and then Aaron had a similar experience, but I don't know if anyone else has had um, this happen to them. Um, this is what happened to me. I didn't know that spiders could carry babies on their backs. Like, and this happened probably like 20 years ago. And I like hit this spider with a broom on the floor because it was like pretty like crazy looking. And all of a sudden it i just thought i was having an acid trip and i was like jumping up and down like going like oh like all scared because what it looked like a whole tsunami like the whole floor just turned into a tsunami and i was like what in the heck is going on and then i realized it was like a thousand little babies fanning out because uh, i think i killed the mother and the um spider babies were fanning out and it just was like absolutely like not really it was like it was scary but it was like um i didn't expect that and it was almost like horrifying and aaron said he had a similar experience like if you don't know they carry uh the babies on your back and that happens that's a trip my experience was yeah just just like you described smashed it and then next thing you know, you just see them going everywhere. And I, like you said, too, exact same time. I was like, I just had a mental breakdown here. Called up my wife, and she's like, no, it's the babies on them. And uh, so I just started trying to stomp on all of them. So I think I smacked it with a flip-flop. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, 
<laughs> so I just, there's crazy. just tiny babies everywhere, and I've lost my shit. Oh, God, that's scary. And then it's creepy, and then you feel bad because you're killing all these spiders. A little uh. bad, but at the same time, it's kind of satisfying. <laughs> spiders are our friends. Yeah, they, 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 they do you know, eat bugs They're very healthy for the environment. You guys are nasty. You killed Charlotte. Yeah, you? in Hawaii, I let the spiders live like outside in certain places and shit. They have these one spiders that can be on one side of the web. And if you touch them, they flip to the other side of the web because they can go inside out. All their joints. Oh. Ooh. So like, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's like it pops the other way through the web somehow. It's fucking crazy. No, I've never seen them around here. I mean, we get like a little bit of those funnel spiders and, you know, the ones you were talking about, the wolf spider, I think, with the babies on the back. They're, they live like in the ground, I think, actually. It's interesting. I think bugs are interesting. I love insects. Yeah, they're a trip. Uh, a lot of people think they just operate off of like chemical reactions and whatnot, but I don't know. I think they're like way smarter than that. Like if you think about these um, these mosquitoes or like noceums, I don't know if you've seen or if you've had noceums, um, but like in Florida, they get them bad, like down in the Keys. And you can't even really see these things at all. And they bite you. But what's a trip about bugs like that? And even flies. Have you noticed like certain flies can be a pest and just start attacking you? Um, but bugs, it's like, okay, think of how smart a fly has to be to like when a dog shits in the middle of the road, a fly from like a half block away, its eyes with all those little eyeballs hones in on the shit like, literally when it's coming out of the dog's asshole probably and then all of a sudden they're on it like flies on shit i mean that's that can't be like a chemical reaction right but also like mosquitoes bite you like on the ankle where your skin's real soft right you know what i'm talking about or like on the neck maybe and they know where to go to to, to wear the skin they're going to be able to puncture it and they know what they're doing they're making yeah, decisions it's, it's the females that are the blood suckers let's remember for the mosquitoes oh really is it is that how it works yeah the, it's only the female mosquitoes they're the blood suckers no comments from the peanut gallery either gentlemen <laughs> i didn't even know that that's crazy what the males just fly around well the males are really the big ones didn't you ever see those like big mosquitoes oh those yeah are, like yeah they're the males and they don't do anything they're just i don't know i think they just impregnate the females or they fertilize the eggs i'm not really sure that's that should be a a good google question to research about mosquitoes let's talk about bill gates mosquitoes let's not forget them well that's a good point too because down in Florida, they were releasing all these GMO mosquitoes, uh, and they did this down in the Keys too and whatnot. But then they, what's crazy is like in the Keys, I have this picture on my Facebook where I filmed the, uh, there's this helicopter that goes around and chemtrails everything. It like sprays shit with a whole like sprayer rig. And the guy that loads this shit up, it's a uh, mosquito spray. 
they got to wear like hazmat suits and load this like tank up into the helicopter. But then they're spraying it at like a hundred feet above the ground on the whole population of Key West. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, it's like no one, no, I mean, people uh, down there, I've said like, don't you care they're depopulating you? And they're like, not really because like mosquitoes are so uh, bad and the no like they would rather have the spray. But I mean, I don't even know how much that stuff does, but that's got to poison humans and all the plants and anyone that has gardens and animals and people outside. And they do it right in the morning too, is what's weird. You know, you think you would think they would do it like at night when there's less people out or something. Maybe it dries quicker or something. The wind carries it. Who knows what they're, uh, you know, why they do their forms of evil. But interestingly enough, Shep, it's funny you bring that up because yesterday, as you know, if any of you listened to the uh, show yesterday, I took my daughter to a place called the Raptor Trust where they rescue birds and they rehabilitate beautiful, beautiful raptors and small birds alike. Um, And it was interesting because you just reminded me that there was a sign up there. I think I may even have a picture of it because we were taking tons of pictures. And it was saying how um, they as a organization are against spraying the mosquitoes because it releases all this poison in the air. and And when the birds eat the bugs, they get poisoned, basically. Oh wow! Yeah, that's right, right. Yeah, that's that's another problem uh, with everything because, like, you know, like say you uh, your neighbor is using like Monsanto and they're spraying it all over their grass and all that shit. You know, the weed and feed or whatever. Well, then, like that seeps into your yard, and then, like, if you grow a tomato or something, like you're eating this deadly chemical. So, I mean, that's just crazy. And everything's like that. You know, it's like Monsanto's got it to where they've got their chemical all over the whole planet, just like killing it, basically. Like, doesn't that seem bizarre? They would let this, like a corporation, just go around and like straight up just like kill. Uh, I, I, I mean, like spray death chemicals. It's like the Gulf oil spill from BP, right? The one they didn't clean up that, uh, the Blackstone group was going in and selling all this core exit 9,500A. And it's this crazy chemical that will like, it's just like horrific for your lungs. It's just like, it wreaks havoc on them, gives people cancers and shit. And it's called core exit 9,500A. And they were hiring people to just spray this by the 55 gallon drum out of planes, out of the, off the back of their boats. And what it would do is sink the oil that was floating around. So people thought there was no oil and all these chemicals would go to the bottom of the ocean and people would still eat that shrimp. And that's still all up in that today, you know, and people are getting cancers from it in the, this, uh, company called the Blackstone group heads all that operation up and it's owned by Lord Jacob Rothschild. So, you know, there you go.
Well, meanwhile, they talk about the fake climate change. You know, we definitely have a crisis. We are definitely abusing the earth. There's no question about that. I believe we're supposed to be good stewards of the earth. As a Bible-believing Christian, I believe we should be taking good care of the earth, and we don't. That includes Christians, I'm sorry to say. They should be more aware of that. Um, however, that being said, meanwhile, they have the fake climate change, the fake climate crisis. And, you know, look what they're doing with the gas. Let's go there. Right. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's getting bad because, you know, like Berserker was saying, you know, they buy gas by the liter and whatnot. And I mean, that puts it up around like nine bucks a gallon. Uh, with the prices they're paying over in Australia. Then you got like high prices all over the U.S. No one can uh, take that right now. So I think there's an error with our stream, but I don't know. Did Where did you say you went today, Bethany? Did you, uh, oh, you went to a, a swimming place. That sounds fun. Well, it wasn't really a swimming place. It was just a park that has a lot of trees, and there was really no one there, so it was really peaceful, my daughter and I. My son likes to do his own thing on his day off when he's not working, so hanging out with his gaming computer. I'm like, got to get this kid out in nature a little bit more, but uh, yeah. he's almost 18, so he does what he wants, but it was just... Um, I don't know, it was a brook or a stream, which is funny because I, me and my daughter were having this discussion about what's the difference between a brook, a stream, a, a <laughs> river, uh, you know, all that. But it, it just, it's got little waterfalls and stuff. And we just, we just decided then and there, we yeah. were just going to, you know, take some layers off and just jump in the water. And that's what we did. And it was cold, but it was crystal clear and it was beautiful. And it was like, wow, this is getting back to like, this is, this is life right here. So anyway, that, yeah, it was really beautiful. It was a nice day. We fed the geese and the ducks, you know, some peas and some corn. Don't feed them bread. It's not good for them. And it makes the water all moldy as well. So anyway, that's my climate change spiel for the day. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, bread, I don't, I guess that wouldn't be that good for them. A lot of people do feed them that, right? Yeah, naturally, people feed them bread, but it's really not good for birds. I mean, I think it bloats them and, you know, things like, um, you know, I guess bird seed is good for them. Certain, you know, nuts and berries and, like I said, peas and corn. There was a whole list of, like, foods that are more environmentally friendly. Not to sound like an environmentalist here, but, like I said, there really is a problem. We know this, Jeff. You know this. I mean, people that are awake know this, but we're being fed lies we're being fed everything is just upside down like everything else it's everything well and and you know we're going to get into the shortages and whatnot but the, it's it's just like everything is designed um i guess to like profiteer to, to for them to profiteer off of everything but it also just is like sheer stupidity um you got like china producing like all this plastic stuff all these plastic toys, these useless little like plastic toys and stuff. Um, just like junk, right? Um, in America, we're shipping around laundry soaps that they water down and, and you're carrying around these big, huge, heavy laundry soaps when they actually have better soap than that. And it can be much more condensed. So like all these semi trucks are going around America 
and they're carrying all this liquid and all this weight. And then you got to carry it out of the grocery store. And then you got to put it like in your laundry room and like it's heavy, you know, it could, it could be much better and much more condensed. It's just like, you know, they're shipping around entire truckloads of potato chips and they're just shipping around air, you know, it's like the whole bag of chips is like air in America. In Mexico, the chips aren't like that. It's just like the strategic amount so it doesn't ruin the chip. Uh, they don't really trick you with it. So it's it's like pretty legit. Um, so imagine all that. Um, imagine when you're shipping around all this, this shit like that and how much that's tying up roadways cities people are waiting in traffic like an hour to get to their work right in in like a big city they're like people got to drive to work at least an hour sometimes two hours sometimes three i mean this shit is crazy but a lot of that is because of what i'm talking about they're just shipping you know we're shipping chicken to china then we're shipping it back imagine how old and like yellow the chicken looks after it makes it back and it's they have them spray it with shit and like treat it or something and then they ship it back and that's somehow more effective and cheaper that's, that's more a, disgusting that's absolute insanity and makes no sense and i don't know what they're doing other than like killing people with spraying shit on it where they don't have codes or something because like um why wouldn't you just have like live chicken um, and, and then like uh, harvest it or whatever and like that day get it out to the stores like right away or freeze it and put it in trucks and send it around? Um, I mean, like, what's the deal with like cleaning it and spraying it in China? Like, what are they putting on this shit? Um, then they go and they pump this meat up with water. Have y'all seen that? Like oh god, that is a, such a disgusting video. I know exactly what you're talking about, Shep. Yeah, no. You, if you go to Walmart and y'all are buying those chicken breasts from Walmart, those big ones, those aren't uh, those aren't big chickens. Those are. I hate to tell you this, they're probably little chicklets. They've uh, blown them up with water, and uh, now they take like a a small sized chicken breast, like a medium. And they uh, inject these uh, needles from a press into it. And they just blow water and nitrogen into it. And who knows what else? Probably like machining oils and like hair follicles and like metal fibers and shit. And then um, the breasts pump up, right? And then that's why those Walmart ones taste like rubber. Because you're like cooking the shit and the water's boiling on the inside of the chicken breast and shit. It's not really like cooking the meat. It's kind of like boiling it. It's kind of like rubberizing it. You ever wonder why those Walmart ones taste like that? Oh, that is so gross. That It really does make me want to stick to my Soylent Green. Mm, Soylent Green or not. Soylent Green. <laughs> and then people, people cut into the chicken breast and, and they're like, ooh, look, it's so juicy. Meanwhile, it's just like, <laughs> like you said, all that crap they pumped into it well uh, i heard uh through the grapevine i don't know if it's true i heard they found like silicone traces of silicone in mcdonald's chicken nuggets and human dna in mcdonald's oh yeah my, my appetite 
for sure. <laughs> if you don't grow it, I mean, like Berserker was on yesterday, a.k.a. Thor, I like to call him, of course. But, you know, everything that him and his family eats, he knows what's in it. I mean, what a great way to live, you know, more of us should live like that, you know, and be resourceful, like he says, and barter with each other. And but you got to live in more country areas, you know, um, to do that. Unfortunately, I'm not in that situation right now. I could change it. But will I? That's the question. Well, surprisingly, um, you know, I thought they were trying to herd people into population centers and they still might be. Uh, and this news could be like propaganda, but I was reading some news lately and it, it was basically saying like, like people are leaving the big cities, you know? And I, I think that's probably like accurate, um, that people are leaving the big cities, but you know, I th- I thought, well, then what could be their plan? And it's what they're doing is like, they did this in Austin. They, they come in like to live in Austin, you know, you're to rent an apartment in Austin. It's like, I don't know. They start at like 2,500 to 10 grand a month, you know, like down near the, the river there down near the kind of like in the main city area. Right. So, um, they basically prices started going up and you couldn't even find a place to rent for like 2,500 or three grand, you know, and then it turned into like four grand. Um, that's the kind of stuff that's going on. And is what it's doing is it's bringing a certain class of people into the cities because, uh, apparently they're going to lock everyone else out. I don't know. You know, like are only the certain people that can afford things going to have technology and all that, you know, uh, maybe things aren't going to be as readily available for the slaves after they've got us all on all these phones and everything, maybe they'll just like yank them out from under everyone. And then people won't know what to do. Yeah. Sounds very feasible. I mean, it sounds like exactly lockstep what they're all planning for, what they've been planning for, which chef, I don't know, you know, you know, lockstep a little bit better than I do. You've, you've studied it a lot more, spent more hours uh, researching it and studying it and reading it. But where does the food shortages and the, well, what I'm seeing right now is not what I'm noticing is the shells don't look as bare as they did look, but everything's, more money and of course packaging smaller so they started with smaller packaging but prices stayed the same but now the the packages look so dwarf some of these packages well, i can't the, believe it i bought a can of olives and it was an american can of olives you know and it was like a tiny can and i'm like looking and i'm thinking like okay and it's it's not the same size or it's like the same height nearly but it's like a lot skinnier and you can't even read the writing on the label because uh, the writing's like too small because they like shrunk the original label to fit it. It's not even like to code, basically, I don't think. Um, so that's crazy. They're like just shrinking this shit. I, w- I mean, I wonder if they're running it through one of those machines like the Honey I Shrunk the Kids machine where it's just like shrinking shit or what. Uh, 
remember that movie Inner Space where they take a trip into the dude's like blood system? That was crazy. It was like an old like eighties movie. Did you yeah, ever see that? Yeah, that was wild. That yeah. was wild. Yeah, I like that one kind of like I want to see that again. I haven't seen that in like thirty years, probably. But is uh, that the name of it? Inner space. Yeah, and and I I can't remember exactly what happened, but they like got injected in this little like craft like spaceship type thing, and it was like a crazy uh, movie that that kind of fascinated me when I watched that. Cause I was thinking like, I wonder if they could like do that somehow, you know, I was probably only like 10 when that came out or whatever. Okay. So I'm looking it up right now. It came out in 19, no, 19 inner space, 1987. That's about right. I was 10 when it came out. That's exactly well, that would be interesting to watch that now, Shep, and see if there's any pre-programming. I'm sure right. there is. Yeah, yeah, because um, exactly because, you know, just just even in technology, like what have we got now? You know, the nanotechnology, uh, what are they able to do? I mean, look at the size of like these microchips and whatnot. And what's up with these superconductors? And have you seen... Uh, quantum locking you know what that is quantum locking no they can take this superconductor shit and it's like really cold material that stays like super cold and they can um like move it around it it like hovers in the air and it like locks into position like if you spin it in like if you like push it into a circle and you and you and you like hold the object say it's like a, a disc shaped object if you tilt it it's not spinning or anything either if you like tilt it at a 45 degree angle it'll stay at that angle so it's like almost defying everything and like allowing you to like uh manipulate it in the space time or something watch if you google quantum lock-in you will trip out. But uh, yeah, uh, and then like, or YouTube it, quantum locking and watch videos. But um, quantum locking, like L O C K I N G? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, basically, like, you're watching this and you're like, well, like, how's this doing this? But it almost is like the Bob Lazar type technology that he explains with the area 51 with that uh sport model ufo that he he's always talked about because like bob lazar came out i'm friends with uh i'm friends with um john lear and he was one of the people that was with bob lazar that saw these like ufo tests but um Bob Lazar would talk about like the sport model UFO and how it would essentially defy gravity or like create like a a hole in in the space time fabric or something and kind of fall into itself whichever way it wanted to so that would that would move it forward 
or propel it backward or uh, or whatever and um up and down and all that and i think that they might have had like semiconductor technology within that like to some extent but like far more advanced i don't know i know that mh370 plane that went missing that one time that was that was weird that is mind-blowing i'm watching this video and i'm like what the <laughs> i mean weird huh technology all that stuff blows my mind i can't look i'm not even blonde anymore i'm my natural brown hair and i still can't wrap my mind around some of this stuff crazy yeah no i mean it's weird like watching that because it's like how is that thing doing that uh, quantum locking. Oh my yeah. God, that is just. But what's the point of it? Like, I, I, I honestly, I can't. I'm not listening to the audio. I just. Uh, the video, I don't know. But... They use it. I don't know. It's used in computers and stuff. But like, I think that's the technology they use for like UFOs that are like government built, maybe or or something. I don't know. It seems to like pro propel itself or something weird or like suspend itself. I don't know much about it. I'm gonna look into it before I go to bed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like usually at the end of the day, I'll, I'll watch my video when my mind can just kind of relax and I can take it all in, and that's when I listen to my dogman video, my dogman audios too that Chef sends me, and I'll be, I'll be falling asleep, and then my daughter will come in and I'll be like, oh my god, she scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I see a dogman. But uh, no, that's that's really wild, man. It's wild. The whole thing of quantum physics and all that is just crazy. Wow. Just wow. Metaphysical, too. I mean, it's just crazy. A lot of mysteries out there. Yeah, totally. Um, so, you know, the... <laughs> There's short. We were talking earlier about the shortages. The there's shortages on fuel. There's food scarcity. All this stuff's coming up. But what about you? Know what's like really crazy, and it's really uh, affecting the farmers and the crops in California. Is all of this water is drying up? The Colorado River is drying up, or they're geoengineering it to dry up? I don't know. Or they're like hoarding the water and diverting it to their underground bases. I don't know. But like Lake Mead's dried up. Um, the Hoover Dam's basically to the point where it's not even going to produce power anymore. And that's going to put like two hundred to 300,000 homes without power. Uh, those homes will be instantly useless because the people in them need air conditioners and all that shit. So... Um, that's going on the because the water is so low uh, they're they're rationing water to certain parts of the country and whatnot certain states because like five or six states rely on the water from that river once it goes through certain channels and especially like arizona and whatnot and so they now they're like getting rationed and all this stuff's going on um, the boat ramps in Las Vegas out there in that, um, lake out there past Las Vegas, 
the boat where the boats float and the ramps there's the lake so low that like the boats are up on the rocks and they had to put them in dry dock and there's just no water but it ended up going all the way into california and it the soil is so parched like from um from being dry that it's all parched and it won't accept water even if it does rain it just kind of sheds and that's why they're talking about these uh arc floods and all this this stuff uh is going to become a thing because that rainwater in those atmospheric rivers are going to pour down they're going to pound down onto the um dirt right there and they're not really going to absorb and go into the soil so all of this is bad it's bad for the plants you know uh there's also like certain farmers they're growing things like these um almonds for almond milk it takes like 20 times more water than you need to grow like other things and you barely get anything out of these almonds for the milk um so it's just like a total shit show going on people sucking up the resources for almond milk um when i guess they could drink like cow milk or whatever what other kinds of milk is there get some some soy milk or coconut milk (laughs) coconut milk i feel like you get you'd have better luck trying to milk a rock than milking an almond it seems it seems like you're spinning your wheels a lot with that yeah right but apparently you know it's like a thing and um and so like a lot of these uh certain plants and whatnot they all take uh you know certain types of plants take a certain amount of water and and so it's weird that they have a lot of times like in california right now they have a lot of the plants that take a lot of the water and they're not even they don't even have the water so it's just like a whole it's just like what I was talking about with shipping around air and um, watered down products that you gotta, they weigh a lot more because they're watered down because the company thinks it's profiting more because it can't, they could just give us like concentrated products and tell us how to mix them, you know, uh, but they won't. And so you got all this going on, but it, you know, at the same time you're sucking up resources and all this shit. Um, see, California, like if California is not producing fruits and vegetables, uh, a lot of people don't know California provides the United States with two thirds of the fruit and vegetables in the U S can come from California and like one third of the world or something like that is supplied from California. Like it goes to all these countries. It's like insane um what comes out of california we ship a lot of it away which is to me kind of crazy that that even like that idea is um a little bit weird you know it's like we have food right here in america locally but we're shipping it away to china you know and then like we're buying shit from china and all this stuff's just going back and forth it's just so bizarre like who sets this shit up like should they let one guy uh I feel like I should control shit like that. Like they should um, at least run it by me. Like, hey, you think this is a good idea, uh, Shepard? Do you think we should ship our chicken all the way to China for two weeks, burn all that jet fuel, 
uh, let it turn moldy, spray chemicals on it and ship it back, burn more jet fuel, then package it up and sell it? Or should we just like get it right out fresh and have the best chicken ever, not spend any money? I don't get it. It makes it makes no sense at all. And speaking of California and like I said, all the food they produce. So imagine what's what's coming with uh it seems like there's a lot of the wheat and stuff in Ukraine that's just gonna sit in those silos and, and go bad. Russia's not gonna share it with certain par- parts of the world. So there's gonna be a lot of hungry people all over the world and they're gonna go to where they think the food's at. So we could really see a, a massive migration of people, especially from like northern Africa and the Middle East into into places like Europe and then South America into the United States. It's gonna be really crazy. Well, they talk about uh, in the uh, World Health Organization, which is bizarre, it started talking about um, how there's going to be dispersed, displaced populations. And and that's kind of weird. And then that goes along with like the readiness exercise 1984 that uh, Oliver North ran with President Reagan uh rex 84 readiness exercise 1984 and they built these uh fema camps they built all these camps and they said that it was going to be for a mass exodus of uh, mexicans across the border you know and that's why they built them but who knows you know uh but remember they had those hospital ships out during the uh pandemic which is bizarre. Um, oh, you know, we were talking about shipping um, shipping things. I found out, like, when I was in Key West, you would think that they would get, like, fresh fish right there because you're, like, out in the ocean. Nope. They import it from uh, Africa. They bring it from Africa. I mean, this shit's wow. crazy. Well, Aaron, what about that um, link you sent to Shep and I about uh, Bi- oh, Biden talking about the next pandemic, that they need money? Oh, yes. Biden. Yeah. Oh, Biden. Oh, Biden. Get in on it, Aaron. Come on. Oh, oh Biden. Biden. <laughs> oh, Biden. I never got the chance to catch the the whole speech and everything that was going on, but I think it was revolving around the kids getting the the hokey pokey, and then, and then he got into that little clip of talking about we you know we need more money for the for the next uh, the coup or whatever that is coming. So it's just I just broadcasting it out in the open, pretty much. You know they gotta they gotta tell us what they're doing before they can do it. Get our get our willpower from us. It seems like, but it, you know it they doesn't should... sit very well with me. I think they should allowed. put me in charge of uh, of the Secret Service because, like, I, I, all I know is if I was in charge of the Secret Service, I wouldn't be letting a guy who shits his pants during a speech ride a bicycle. I mean, that's clearly a safety hazard. For sure. <laughs> oh, uh, Biden. To the, to the front door of the White House, so it's not good. But it seems like he does slip out, slip up and say things like this. He's talked about the food shortages when he was in Ukraine talking to one of the the military um, units there, talking about when you go into Ukraine, you're going to see this. It seems like he, he he gets briefed in on some stuff, and then he just lets it slip. So this could be another example of, of that. He knows what's coming and just, oops. He's straight slipping. 
Well, or, it's almost like you wonder if they if they allow like if it's being done on purpose, just like laugh at us that more, that much more. They or if they're that dumb, us. a lot of people think they're that dumb. Well, it, it, it's like, uh, you know, uh, I'll be telling someone about like uh, something like Hannity or Tucker did, and I'll be like, surely they can't be that dumb and think that this or this, because they'll like make some comment that you just know is like some kind of like talking point or narrative. It's not even like on point. And I don't know. I just think it's like these guys, surely Bill O'Reilly was a guy like that where, you know, this guy's like really smart, but he never could uh, figure out the, I guess you would say like more like the truther angle or point of view, which a lot of people in the truther community are somewhat, um, know what i'm talking about but like the, the you know there it's obviously 9-11 was you know staged up to some extent and there was drills going on and like shit was going on you know there's like certain things that like people know um but yeah like i guess that there's just these uh gatekeepers in the media but they act like you know i'm sitting there thinking like can these guys really be that stupid like maybe that's their real opinion um not saying that I, I'm smart because I have my own opinion, but like when it's like blatant stuff that's just like straight up propaganda and they're pushing it and they, it's almost like they believe it, but you know, you can't, uh, I just don't believe that. I don't believe that someone as smart as like a Bill O'Reilly just believes what he's saying. I think that that's why they pay him millions of dollars or used to because he obviously knows what he's saying and he knows it's a script or a lie. Um, you know, when they're pumping the propaganda, like shit, like Anderson Cooper does, you know, surely like, could that be all of his beliefs and thoughts and he's not an operative at all, or is he just a straight up operative? You know, chances are it's like Occam's razor. Anderson Cooper is a straight up operative. Yeah, you wonder. I mean, because, you know, sometimes you wonder if some of these people make compromises because it's the only way they can get the message out. I mean, Shep, you understand. I see you know? what you mean, but but you, yeah, but but then yeah. but then you get to like this level that's like crazy because like um once you hit like the mainstream, like the narrative switches so much, Bethany, that um, it's not even worth that platform to like think that they're going to get any kind of anything out. So I almost don't even believe there's good people in the media. I mean, so unless you think they're like whole media well, is just totally yeah, well, like every single uh, um, person on there more like the mainline media, like local affiliates and stuff like I don't know, like Fox 10 Phoenix or whatever. Right. Like um, they could have some random Yahoo and that shit slips past the editor and they, they don't got their shit together and like a, a, a segment will air and it will be like pretty, pretty good. Like like something you would see on IntelliHub or something, but that doesn't happen on uh, national news. So if you want to go national, you're 
full on like chill, you know? For sure. What do you think, think of like Tucker Carlson? I think he knows he's a gatekeeper and he can only go so far. Basically like it's how, like when I went and worked with the travel channel, um, they've got predetermined outcomes like every day for Tucker's show. So he's not going to do much and he's just like, fuck it. Cause he gets money to be the face for that. And he might look at it differently as a job. Like also you got to think like people might just look at their jobs differently and he might be willing to do that. Cause he's just like, well, you know, I took acting classes in school and I always thought I'd be good in front of the camera. And so I'll just read their script and that's like his thing. And he doesn't even realize, you know, but probably not. These people know what's going on because they're pretty smart people and they're getting paid millions. Look like why pay someone millions of dollars like Hannity or Tucker? Let, let's, let's say, um, you know, like look at like Laura Ingram, uh, what's that one? Megan Kelly back in the day, uh, Hannity Tucker, people like that. Why pay them millions of dollars when you could literally probably hire someone out of college that's maybe like five years out of college and has like some life experience and looks really good and speaks real affluently or whatever fluently fluidly whatever um not unlike me right now um if if these people are real articulate and all that they can uh go in and they could probably hire someone like that for like a hundred thousand a year and that person would probably be happier 250 right they're paying these people like millions and millions of dollars but why Yeah, that's a good question. Why do you think, Shep? Well, I, I, well, think about it. Like, okay, Brian Selter, great. How much does he make? Probably, he's probably kind of low rent, but he still probably makes like four hundred eighty thousand a year or something like that. And you know, you could, you could. Re- no one even likes him. You could go replace him with like basically a street bum and get better results you know so like i don't i mean it it is pretty bizarre but you could definitely replace them with like some some aggressive person out of college that wanted to be a newscaster and looks like really professional and great and taught you know and then they can just read their script and you could get that for like 120 150 but you can't generally get someone to sell their soul for that amount so there you go um yeah but think about it like all like i talked to people they were in uh like this one lady i talked to was in um college for shoot i don't know but she was it was basically like content creation and stuff um all sorts of different degrees and stuff but like uh she was having to do like a dissertation and really couldn't handle the fact that the professor was critiquing her writing, which really wasn't even that great. And I was thinking, well, what's going to happen? Cause like I'm a content creator and I create content and I also work with other people and companies and clients. And, you know, I could create something. They could tell me, Hey Shepard, go, go make a logo for this new company I'm doing. And they might trust me to do that and mock up some like renditions or whatever. 
and then they could just like hate it and they could tell me that fucking sucks you know you got to be able to take that as a um content creator right and also like if you're like a content creator like you're going to be a newscaster surely they tell these guys they're going to be reading these scripts because they're reading like teleprompters and stuff and those newscasters aren't really ever writing their own anything now you know maybe you get the guy who gets his own show eventually like a tucker carlson or a bill o'reilly and they're like yeah i finally got my own show you know i'm gonna i'm gonna cover this and cover that but quickly they're gonna learn that they don't really say anything they want i mean that shit's pretty i mean they might write their monologues and all that shit like the judge janine but i wonder if she has like gatekeepers going over that you know how she writes like that opening monologue for fox news that judge janine pearson or whatever I don't think I'm familiar with her, but I think probably Tucker, like some of the best stuff he covers is his monologue. And then after that, it just kind of seems like it's just whatever Fox wants to push. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. So they might give him a monologue, right? Like, a like, a you know, some freedom on the monologue and then they're done. And it's just like the narrative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he could even be pitched like, Hey, you, you can be like the face of, of like the good guys for us on, on the kind of the right wing side. And then he could probably probably just feel good about that at night, knowing that he's like, hey, I'm doing my part, even though it's kind of controlled or mostly controlled. Right, right. Uh, Because there's like Geraldo. They got Geraldo always fighting with – they're running it like the WWF now because they got uh, Geraldo's mustache all waxed up, and then they they got him feuding with Dan Bongino all the time. You know, and Geraldo apparently is like somewhat left or something, and they're like always feuding. Um, and then it's like a staged up thing and they're doing their back and forth. Have you guys seen that when like Geraldo and Dan Bongino are arguing? I don't think I've seen that either. It's uh, no, crazy. I haven't seen that, but I like, what do you think about somebody like Dan Bongino? Shout. I, I think he's like CIA tied or something and he's like scripting it out. Honestly, like, they let him go a certain level. I, I mean, he think he was like a um, secret service and shit. I mean, can you really trust like guys like that? I mean, like, what have they seen? Pizza and hot dogs and all sorts of shit. Oh shit! Six 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 Walnut Street. Six six six. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wanted me in for a reset, dude. <laughs> reset. Freaking reset. crazy. Uh, we're going to take a I moment for a small chronic break. We're going to disappear for a while. She needs a reset. <laughs> we need a global reset. Davos, Bilderberg, all of them, they, they do got agendas to... Um, control the uh, food supplies and whatnot. Uh, Everything's moving that way because that's really how they're going to control the populations is through the food and they can use that as leverage. And that's like the whole thing they're moving into with the United Nations and the World Health Organization. And they're moving into this um, era where they're going to try to starve us all out. 
and they're going to try to make it to where we can't travel because we don't ha we can't afford it. We can't afford to drive to work anymore. You got to walk. You might have to buy a battery powered bicycle for 4,000 bucks that the battery sucks up all the juice out of the power grid and gives rolling brownouts. So no one has power. Um, and that's what they want. Or one of those unicycles that I've been seeing people a little bit more and more seeing people like, I don't know, it's like a wheel and they like you stand on it and it just like. Those, you I can mod up, you can make those go like 60 or 80 miles an hour. That's fucking crazy, huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's a certain type that. It's the same type of people that wear like the spandex and like no underwear. Remember when they're riding Pogo their bikes. Ball? That's like a derivative of Pogo Ball. The Pogo Ball. <laughs> hey, somebody just sent me a picture. They were food shopping. They were grocery shopping. And for 18 eggs, so a dozen and a half eggs, for those of you that didn't know that. Um, now they were free range eggs. $10.79. Oh, I pay $1.50 for 24 eggs free range. F you, Shep. <laughs> uh, but I'm not in America. So. Well, um, we're done with the show for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have the call lines going. I had a problem at the last minute, and I don't know what, what the deal is. I got to get it all figured out. Uh, but maybe tomorrow we'll have open lines. So call in if we do, and uh, we'll might have a guest. We're gonna get Marshall Masters on soon. Uh, I want to get a voiceover guy in here too. Um, sometime maybe we can get him this week, and we can Somebody talk Tartaria. Yeah, that would be a great topic. I know I would just be like on the edge of my seat just listening because, I mean, you and voiceover both have so much knowledge on that topic, and that's something I don't. So I would just be definitely. Maybe is, get Linnell too. A rare occasion. <laughs> Linnell and voiceover. Oh, that would be a great mix, the three of you. That would be so cool. Yeah, we'll um, have to do that sometime. Yeah, for sure, Chef, for sure. All right. Well, that's it for today, pretty much. Um, you guys want to say anything on the way out? I just want to say um, learn how to grow some food. Learn how to filter water. Uh, you can go to the store and package stuff up and try to save it. See if that works out for you in case this gets real bad. But it doesn't look good to me. You'll have a great night, though. <laughs> yep. Uh, don't forget about the show and what it takes to do this. And we're, we're trying to get it all uh, going and it's by the seat of our pants. But um, we want to expand and we want to get it out. And we want to stream on like three different platforms live. But we need this uh, StreamYard shit pro and all this bullshit. Uh, anyways, in the description, there's a little heart right there and a link. You could show some love, send a donation via PayPal or credit card, or you could um get one of the products and support the show there's links in the description don't forget to get the govi gas pill you can literally buy this pill it's like three or four bucks a tank and you can save like 15 or more dollars a tank and it makes your car run excellent more efficient less emissions it's the wave of the future they don't like this the government doesn't like this pill uh they're gonna try and ban it so get it while it's hot govi gas pill use the link in the description 
We'll see you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.